I'm your host, Mark. I almost said it's another five-minute review. I've been doing this. You've been doing so many. <laughs> I've been doing this fucking videos too many. This could be a five-minute <laughs> episode. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> it, welcome to the Movie Drive House. I'm your host, Mark. That's Jeff. Hey, good uh, evening, morning to you if you're listening at that time. Hello. Hello. Um, and, uh, you know... We're a little we're a little frazzled here on the podcast. I'm just gonna let gonna let, let me you. get some things out of the way. Okay. Yeah, you do let's that while not, I re- research the music for this month. Okay, let's not bury the lead. Okay, Oops. so um, it's been several weeks since Mark and I have recorded, um, and I the biggest story is the fact that Mark fucking fixed his internet because he listened to me for once. <laughs> Would you like to comment on that? That's accurate. God damn it. That's the Um, biggest news story of the past several weeks. I got I got a fucking mesh router, man. And Mm, my internet is is amazing in this room. Oh my God. Uh, So So if you go back to last week's episode, you can hear my uh, my suggestion to remedy his internet. And you'll now see that he has taken that suggestion and the services are fixed. They are fixed. You are in the police corner. Leave the internet corner to me. (laughs) Now, you might notice I'm a little softer spoken than normal. I had, um, well, a fucking heart attack legitimately um, and nearly died. So I'm still here. And um, but I'm fairly certain the issue was the movie The Fountain. So I need Darren Aronofsky (laughs) to call and apologize. I'm but, pretty uh, sure he owes you some money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I'm still here. I'm back. Um, you know, it, I, but I'm, it's going to take some time for my energy level to return to where it was. Uh, I speak for everybody, uh, and I probably shouldn't do that, but I do. Um, you do it all. But the I time. speak. You speak for <laughs> directors and screenwriters. I, everybody. All the time. But I speak for for those those that are listening, watching on YouTube. You know, however they found us. That uh, I am. Uh, really glad that um, you did send me that text that day, um, and I didn't just get left on red the last time we talked. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, well you, you, no, you text you texted me uh, what like two weeks ago, however long it was. Yeah, um, and you're like, I just had a fucking heart attack. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious as a heart attack. <laughs> Legit, no joke, because that's the sort of thing I would, you know. Maybe it's like not it's past. not the type of text you as you, you think you're gonna get that um, was um because yeah i uh, i replied to you and then i think eric messaged me say hey we good to record tomorrow I said no bitch <laughs> i had a heart attack <laughs> what so right. yeah yeah it, no i it, i speak for everybody when i'm saying i'm glad you're here i'm glad you're with i'm glad that we we can still do this even if you are subdued um 
but uh, enough about you, Jeff. God yes, God. I cherish um, every episode from here on out. Every episode is a bonus episode. Every episode is. A <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we got a we got a new month, new theme, but first we got to plug some brand new music. And uh, I want to give shout out to the Los Angeles um, alternative rock band. Uh, Here's to now with their song Thieves. Um, you can check the show notes and get all the links to their social media accounts and their YouTubes. And uh, make sure you're throwing a like, follow, and subscribe. We're, they're doing big things out on the uh, the rock scene. So uh, we appreciate them allowing us to use their music here on our podcast. Um, Jeff. Yes. I mean, you do sound very sultry. So, uh, well, uh, thank you. Can you can you tell us uh, what the theme this month yeah, is? Yeah, so the theme, here we are in the final week of August, and the theme is um, actors playing multiple roles. And nope. much... Oh, shit. Yeah. We are doing that. Yeah. What did you God think it, it was? I... What movie did you watch? Please tell me you watched The Prestige. I, it, w- it was. But no, I'm I'm sitting here looking at the music I've got lined up for next month. Anyways, the music this month is brought to you by the hip-hop duo, uh, Flyanna Boss. It's been literally like three oh, months right. we've yeah. been doing this entire month. <laughs> um, so uh, I apologize, Flyanna Boss. Uh, we have used their music Again. here on our podcast all month. Um, hit the show notes. Get all the links follow them they're they're great they've blown up um and we'll catch here's to now next week yes absolutely um so uh much like my life uh a magic trick is in three acts the first is with the promise the fucking pledge and then the prestige right are those the three those are the three yeah and uh the prestige is i've come back appropriately enough um, so you can't make something disappear without bringing it back. Yeah, otherwise no one's going to applaud. Right. You know, people booed you. me out of the building when I was <laughs> having a heart attack, but then I got a standing ovation when I came out. Um, so we watched uh, a classic in The Prestige directed by Christopher Nolan, someone whose name has been mentioned many times on the pod, but I don't think we've watched any of his movies. <laughs> this is the third one. Uh, the third one we watched, I think. No, what were the other ones? Um, we watched his second film, the one with Robin Williams. What was that one called? Oh, right, yeah. Um, um and then we watched another Insomnia. One. What? I don't yeah, remember. Insomnia, and then, damn, I think this is our third Christopher Nolan film. Is it? Because I, I, I mean, obviously, Insomnia, I mean, when you died, when you died and came back, your brain was probably wiped. Right, so. but we didn't watch Inception. <laughs> We didn't watch Tenet or Dunkirk or... This might be our second. This might be the second one. I I think this is our second. Um, Regardless, uh, The Prestige, you've probably seen it. It stars Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, uh, both of which who play multiple roles in this film, as well as Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine, um, Piper Parabero, and Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall, and of course... Uh, Andy Serkis and David Bowie, and David Bowie plays Nikola Tesla. Did you say Michael Caine? I believe I said Michael Caine. Yeah, so uh, I didn't realize until I looked at the filmography, because I, I didn't recognize him in the role. Um, but I didn't realize that... Michael Caine? Uh, no. <laughs> um, David Bowie. 
I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, man. I didn't even recognize him as as Tesla, and, and and it's not that he's not not recognizable. It's just he's not he's not a face that I guess you know later in his life that I was used to seeing. Right. Um. And so when the credits are rolling after the after I watched it, I was like, oh shit, David Bowie was in this. And I went to IMDb and looked him up. I was like, oh goddamn, Tesla. Yeah. Anyways. So how many times have you seen this one? Um, a handful. Um, this is. Uh, this is my favorite Nolan film, I think. Okay. Uh, it is now. I mean, I, I I I go back and forth. I think this is actually his best film. Uh, out of all of the the films that he's done, um, over the whatever many decades he's been making films, but um, so not Insomnia. Not Insomnia. No. Um, but like. This is a like you you call it a classic, and I would agree, uh, right? One hundred percent. It is a uh, it is a, a a very complete film through and through. Um, like you know, on your other podcast, you're you're reviewing M Night Shyamalan movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe M Night would give his left nut to make a movie. Like the Prestige. I mean, he has. Uh, he has. He, yeah, he has <laughs> um, made movies of the caliber of the Prestige. I, I just, I think that um, I don't think he has to, you know, give up any testicles to do so. He's done it. Yeah, but he might not have any testicles left to make another movie like this. I, I okay. Let's say okay. Let's since you brought up the man, the myth, the Shyamalan. Um, I know my answer, but how would you compare? The twist in this film to Six Sense specifically, um, it I mean, it is not as a good of a twist. Um, it's because there's there's heavy foreshadowing in a lot of uh, the and the I, prestige. I can't remember the first time I watched this, honestly, um, and I don't even know that I truly followed it the first time. I don't think uh, you can really follow it the first time. But I, I think it's that it's that complex of a film. Knowing the and spoilers, okay, spoilers for the Prestige. Knowing that um, Christian Bale's character is a twin, the movie basically spells it out for you throughout yeah. the entirety of the film. Sometimes sure. very directly, and other times with subtle foreshadowing, such as um, there is a. The foreshadowing that I, I mean specifically is near the beginning when there's the bird in the cage and they make the cage disappear, but they always have to kill a bird to do it. And so the bird that comes back, the prestige, is a different bird. And the kid in the front row is like, yeah, but where's his brother? Um, that's foreshadowing for what is going to happen in the story. And then there's a lot of times where they tell you, hey, I see this stuff around. Uh, he's using a double. He's, I mean, right off the jump, Michael Caine tells you in the story the twist. Right. But so nobody, the only way know, it works but, is he's using a double. Yeah. And um, Hugh Jackman is just like, no, it can't be that simple. Um, he's too smart or whatever, you know, whatever he said about it. But Yeah, Michael, uh, like, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's character in this is such an idiot. I, I I agree. Um, I I don't I I didn't really care for Hugh Jackman here. It's one it, and honestly, it's I think it's one of his more lazier performances as a as an actor. Um, 
he just I don't the the star of the film is um Christian Bale. Yeah. Now, and, I will say the time that you get at least something out of Hugh Jackman is, is when his so both Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale play multiple parts. Hugh Jackman has a look alike and that character actually has some charisma to him and he's yeah. kind of interesting, right? When he's on screen. Yeah. Whereas um Hugh Jackman's character is just so consumed with revenge uh, that he's pretty myopic and and I don't think his performance is bad, but I think the character just doesn't have a lot of range. No, and yeah, I agree. Um Christian Bale um is is awesome in this. Uh his 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 range of emotion playing both um, you know, both brothers. Man. The the, it, the the breadcrumbs in this are so yeah. good. Well, the I whole, mean, you just go back, you go back and and watch it, and how you know this being my third or fourth time watching it, it's probably more than that actually. But um, you know, knowing how it ends and, and knowing you know to listen to certain conversations, like um, Christian Bale, I forget which brother it is, but um, you know, he's it's the brother that's in love with um, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, and and he's telling. Um, Rebecca Hall, who his brother is married to in the movie, um, she's like, "Do you still love me?" And he tells her, "Not today." It's because they they trade off, you know, who's who's staying with who. That was a brutal one too. So yeah, there are yeah, but like you don't pick up like, on that until the end. Maybe, like I yeah, but knowing it in hindsight, I'm like, first off, I don't think you need to keep the secret that hard like your yeah, wife right. should be someone you can trust right <laughs> you should be able to be like listen and the other thing is is do you think his brother got down with her you know what i mean oh for because sure. that the child they have they both have a lot of love for right yeah they yeah. they and maybe it's because it's his niece fair enough but I I kind of get the feeling like they don't know whose child that is. Yeah, and, and, and that might you might be right. Um, but I would imagine that they both they both fuck Rebecca Hall and Scarlett Johansson. Um, I mean, if they, because they're so devoted to the illusion that Christian Bale is one person, one character, that they both have to um you know they, they they go so far as to chop off his fingers but yeah. they go so far to sleep with each other's love interests i you know i don't know uh, i mean if, if you're gonna chop your fingers off you might as well go go the whole the whole way <laughs> <I> mean, um <laughs> but i i think um you know and the the movie is structured like michael Caine's um michael you Kane. know <laughs> And he's phenomenal in this too. Listen, I don't he's know if we'll ever Michael get Michael Caine. Right, I don't know if we'll ever get another actor like Michael Caine. Um, we'll have Michael Caine month. I we should because I already know is, one of my movies. <laughs> he's awesome, um, but uh, you know at the the uh, the opening of the film, he's he's given this um, this monologue of you know hey how a, how a magic uh, trick is structured. Yeah, he tells you what the prestige means. Right. And yeah. so the film, 
and it's and it's it's very clever and it's very well done. Um, the film's structure mirrors that of the magic trick. And, well, um, and films generally are three acts, right? They right. They say that this is, you know, a magic trick is three acts as well as a film. So, well, and it's it's a um, and like the middle uh, is where you make something disappear. And so, like knowing that and knowing how you know uh, the film structured when I watched it this time, I purposely tried to watch it with that okay let me let me dial into this second act the the make things disappear and a lot of a lot of the film in the second act mirrors the disappearing mm-hmm. of uh what Michael Caine is talking about and the film goes really far to to make you question okay who who who's who's fucking who who's fucking over who yeah um, and it's told uh, it, much like a uh damn what's his name your boy jared it's told leto. out of order not jared leto oh. um like a tarantino <laughs> film you know like okay. you kind of get at the beginning you're yeah you're, you actually see the murder of hugh jackman's character right and why you know christian bale is in jail and then it kind of goes back and tells another story and they both have written um, diaries, like trick diaries to each other, yeah. which was, these guys are like peas in a pot, you know? Right. They could, you know, they, they allowed, and that's, and that's the other great, great thing about this movie is that you watch it and you're like, damn, these two dudes would be the greatest act of all time. You know, magic act of all time. If they, if they teamed up or if they, you know, stuck with it, and didn't let um, revenge and jealousy get in the way, because um, we later learned that uh, uh, Christian Bale's character characters he actually didn't know he killed, um, you know, tied the knot around Piper well, Parabo's character. I think one of them knows. No, yeah, one of like right. um it was one of the brothers, but like And the one that did tie the knot, I think knows. Because they clearly do, right? They clearly he starts to tie one knot, they both knot each other, you know, Hugh Jackman's wife and, and Christian Bale, and then he undoes and then ties another knot, right? He clearly does it. Um and then it's like what knot you tie? I don't know. Bitch, you tied the wrong knot. Well, I don't think it was him, it was his brother. One of and them, so, right? Yeah. Right, it was one of them, but um you know, it, it just it is it, it it is such a complete film that you can go go back and dial into so many different things in this film and you're like, "Shit, man, that makes me want to go back and watch it again." Um and that's that's the that's the mark of a great film to me is is that this film made 20 years almost 20 years ago still holds up as far as as a a film and that's why it makes it, it may that's why you're accurate when you say it's a classic so um, the one thing that i kind of always balk at a little bit is the science fiction side of this and i do generally like science fiction um but the most of this movie is really grounded and you know normal like terrestrial like the magic in the movie 
right. is sleight of hand. But then you get the whole Tesla side of things, right? Where Hugh Jackman is, you know, working with Tesla to essentially come up with a cloning machine. And right. uh, it, it, you found a way to break that rule somehow, but luckily it didn't matter. They were well, you know, multiple he, he, roles anyway. But, he, <laughs> but I just kind of, that was always one of the things that was like, I, I feel like maybe, and I don't know if it's in the book or not, because, you know, it's based on a book, but I always just kind of felt like if they could have kind of pulled that in somehow to have him still be able to tell the end of the story in a more grounded way that the whole rest of the movie is. Uh, well, you know, he goes interesting to me. He, he, he originally goes to Tesla because he thinks Tesla's made Christian Bale's character, some sort of cl- cloning device. Um, oh, cause, cause the diary, cause Christian Bale's diary, you know, essentially tells him. Well, uh, he, no. So, uh, he has the, he has the diary, right? And he needs the code, the code to decipher it. And the code is Tesla. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one of the other. Th- Michael Caine, generally speaking, is a pretty good guy, right? Except for when they capture what's his alter ego's name, the the assistant to Christian Bale, uh, Falcon or f- something uh, like that, Flurry yeah. Falcon. Who knows? They capture the guy and then nail him in a coffin. Oh, and then, then they bury, bury him. him. Like, Michael Caine, <laughs> I think you overstepped there, buddy. Like, just generally speaking, he he tries to do the right thing. But there, that seemed like a bit much. Uh, his name is Owens in the movie. Owen? Yeah, Owens. He died. He died in 2015. Um, who? The guy who played... Um. Oh, you're talking about uh, Bale, the other Christian Bale. Yeah, talking about. Oh, I, I, for whatever reason, I thought you were talking about the lookalike to Hugh Jackman. Sorry, I'm, off. <laughs> I'm, I'm out here on fucking La La Land. Um, no, it's uh, you know, it's 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 a. I I I too thought the science fiction was a little bit science fictiony. Um. And and like you said, you make a good point about the rest of the film being very grounded. Then you have this kind of fantastical, um, you know, portion. And I think they probably could have done without that. Um, I mean, I, I I get I get, and like you like you, I don't know what's in the book that this is based off of, but um, I don't I don't think it was needed. Like I don't think a lot of the the Andy Circus and the uh, the David Bowie stuff was essentially needed. Um, I mean, they could have just. I mean, they could have featured Bowie a little bit. And this is but this is it, early Andy Circus before we really knew Andy. Serkis, know how so. to solve the story because the whole point is is that he he's trying to do the transported man the magic trick in this film and draw Christian Bale back in so he can essentially. Then at that point, blackmail him for his own murder. But yeah. you have to be able to clone to do that. And so without there being some sort of cloning technology, you can't. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's it, kind of necessary, but I just 
it, it always takes me out of the rest of the film because everything else is an illusion. And yet they even say, this is actually magic, what you're going to see. Right. This is not an illusion. And, um, and, you know, I think I think uh, Christopher Nolan kind of just is just trusting the audience that watches the film is just like, okay, let's go with it. Um, you know, it doesn't really dive deep into, you know, hey, what the fuck kind of science is this? Um, but... You know, let me, so let me ask you this. Um, what, what, I mean, what did you think of um, Scarlett Johansson's character? I think um, she's pretty good. Obviously, Scarlett Johansson. Um, I, I really liked her arc of being sent to go see Christian Bale. And how heartless, like, you get to the point where Hugh Jackman, you fully see him translate. Like, it goes beyond, now he's beyond vengeance, right? Yeah. Like, he's wanting vengeance for the death of his wife. But now it's almost gone past that, because he even says, I don't care about my wife. I care about finding out his secrets. He cares more about hurting this man than he does the actual revenge, you know? Like, it, it's kind of soured him so much that he sends away Scarlett Johansson, who he's got a relationship with. And he just says, go there, tell him the truth. Tell him I sent him, you know, sent you to spy on him, you know? Yeah. It, and then she ends it, up it, turning on him. I, I like her story because you don't necessarily know where she stands until a little bit later. And I thought it was good. Yeah. I I think in, in the film leaves you kind of, um, it gives you a vague explanation of what she's actually up to. And you're left wondering, you know, midway through the film, you're like, Oh shit. Is she, does she, is she like really flipping on, you know, Hugh or is she like, you know, kind of, you know, he deserves it. The, he's a, piece Oh of yeah. Shit. No, like yeah, he's, he is he's, such he's a shitty guy in this movie. Yeah. Like, but she, he is, he, is, that is one thing I will give, Jackman's performance is he is um, charismatic when he is allowed to be, or I, or I guess when the character is allowed to be, um, is because he's a very he's a very great showman. Um, well, some know, would the, call him the, the greatest. greatest showman. Right, hit the back catalog. Um, but I, I I do I do enjoy his uh, showman performance when he's on stage in this film, and um, I, I I think he is. He's somebody, and, and you know, he's a theater performer, so he's he's very good at all that. But um, I don't even know where I was going with this. But go ahead. Oh, I don't know where you're going with it either. But no, yeah, he's just going, a douchebaggery. Before I was, <laughs> um, and, and like his whole thing is sending her away, and then like he sends her away, and then she comes back to give him the stolen. Uh, diary that she stole from Christian Bale, and he's pissed at her about that. He's like, oh, you're, you love him. You're falling in love with him. And then when she produces the the journal, he's like, oh, okay, this is what I need. And then he moves on. Like, he doesn't <laughs> right. care anymore because he's found right. something that he cares about more. Um, and then she goes, and, and, and as we find out, she falls in love with one of the brothers. She doesn't know it's one of the brothers. But, um, and that's another scene is when they're, I guess they're in this little, little cafe, her and uh, Christian Bale. And, you know, uh, it's after Rebecca Hall has hung herself. 
and you know she's talking to him and she's like your wife just died and she's like why are you not more upset yeah and i forget what he said he says i never loved her yeah 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 um and she's like that's fucked up and she kind of that's where she ends it with with him um is because she she understands that no man is married to a woman for I guess however long they've been married and had a child with and all this can just be so heartless. And so I felt like that was a really good scene. And he's because... a real asshole too, right? Yeah. Like the two, yeah. I think when you go back and watch the movie, the movie does give you clues as to which of the twins you're looking at. But there is definitely a more asshole twin. Yeah, it's the one that falls in love with Scarlett Carl Johansson. And, right. and yeah, and he's a prick. He, you know... But he, he right he he doesn't care. He's more interested in um you know the being the best magician. But and, also, uh, they're both kind of pricks. Like when when you marry someone, I think you you're probably good to be. Hey, check it out. So uh, right, I got this trick. <laughs> I got this thing. I got a brother. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Just so you know that uh you know. My, my brother might be staying with for, for yeah. a minute. Um, no, I just think I, I think that was a really good scene between uh, Christian Bale and Scarlett Johansson. Um, and it really kind of just put the nail in the coffin for uh, any sort of hope for for Christian Bale's characters. Um, and then we and then we come to find, you know, we find out that, hey, one of the brothers really isn't so bad. He's. He's, uh, I mean, he's caught up in his magic, but he's not a terrible human being. Um, and I just, I think, I think the delivery of the explanation behind everything was, was pretty good. Um, you know, it's not, it's not as good as, uh, you know, as Sixth Sense. Um, but I do think it is, uh, it's one of Nolan's best endings. Yeah. Um, did you, if you can remember, when you first saw the film, did you see it coming? Did you know that he had a brother? No. So, in in the in the film, Christopher Nolan goes, it, he really goes out of his way to allow you not to see the brother. You know, we see his face, but, but it's heavily makeup for long. Right. Right. It's heavily makeup. It's it, you know he's got a he's got a what do you call it a lamb chop. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, thing. he's got the 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 chops. He's very British looking, um, big hat, glasses, yeah. and so and, he, he's, and the times you do see him, it doesn't look like Christian Bale, right? right. Uh, it, because he has, and we see it at the end of the movie is that he's, um, you know, he's got some uh, prosthetic stuff on uh, to make him look maybe heavier and not like himself. But um, I, I just I think this ending and the reveal of everything um is is one of the best reveals in in movie history i think but it's i don't think it's quite as good as 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 six cents because right. six cents you're just like oh my god what the fuck in this one you're kind of like okay that okay okay sense. yeah right that makes sense um so it, to me they're it, they're they're similar type reveals but um, one kind of just nails it better than. Well, than this one turns, you know, Christian. 
it, like the Christian Bale character that you get on screen isn't great either, right? Like, no, right. Even the good one is not great because right. he allows his because that that final scene between him and his wife, which is actually naughty Christian Bale, where he says, "I don't love you today." her actual husband is just outside the room while they're having this fighting match and he takes the daughter away. Excuse me. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like if I, I I wouldn't be able to handle that as a husband, her thinking that I don't love her because my prick of a brother can't fucking lie. (laughs) I don't know. Like it just, no, it's it's a a shitty thing to do. You know, and it's a it's one of those you know moral dilemmas of hey they they really believe that they're the best magicians alive and um and they will go to the ends of the earth and to the ends of their relationship but Hugh to, Jackman's not even that good right like he's who, a, he's more showman than than he yeah, is he definitely is, a, is the the better showman uh, right. But he's kind of lost without Cutter, Michael Caine, because he kind of designs all the contraptions and everything. Whereas Christian Bale is more of the artist, where he's the guy who comes up with the stuff. Yeah. And he has a, a different love for it, and it's a more grounded sort of street-level magic compared to Hugh Jackman's sort of David Copperfield way of doing things. Um, I loved <clears throat> when his brother... Um, Christian Bale has the conversation in jail with his brother and he bounces the ball to him. Um, I love that is because it's, it's foreshadowing. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's another thing to say, Hey, right. Like as I watched this, I'm like, how did, and I don't remember my first viewing if I caught it or not, but watching it now, like how did like, I feel like they're giving too much away. I feel right. like they're making it too obvious, but I don't think they did, you know, on a first no. viewing. I think I think that it was subtle enough that, you know, you're just and 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 well they do what I think Scream did too is they they kind of tell you outright, right? You know, they kind of say like in Scream, Skeet Ulrich's character they're like, this guy's evil. Look at him. He's bad. He's shitty. Right. He's got the cell phone. He's always, it's so obvious he's the bad guy that you can't fathom it. And here Michael Caine several times in the movie tells you it's a double. He's using a double. Scarlett right. Johansson says he's using a double. I've seen the stuff around. And so you kind of get the feeling like, well, that can't be it because the movie's telling me it's it. That's what the movie wants me to believe so it can fool me later. Right. And it's And it's done really well here. Um, like like in Scream, in the same way where it's like it's so obvious that maybe that can't be it. Well, in in um, you know, the fact that Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman has a, another completely separate act, and the film goes very out of its way to tell you and show you, um, that. Hugh Jackman had to go out and hire somebody that looks a lot like him to play him as the double on stage. Yeah, and so they you're thinking, show you how Michael K or Christian Bale does his trick by right Hugh right. Jackman doing it. Yeah, right. But but like so you're left wondering. You're you're going oh, okay. Well, if it is a double, then it can't be 
like Christian Bale. Like I'm 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 just like kind of making up thoughts of how I would rationalize watching this thinking well it can't be a double because the film hasn't really showed me anybody that looks like Christian Bale. Um well and so I think I and think then a Christian lot of- Bale tells you when they go to see that magician who has the the bowl between his legs, right? That he's pretending to be frail and weak. Right. And that's the magic trick and that he's hiding this reality of his life. And that's Christian Bale basically telling the audience, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, it's, um, it is a, uh, uh, an excellent, an excellent film. Um, so, uh, so Jeff, um, I mean, you want to discuss the Indian at all or, I mean. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. I, I'm not sure what you want to discuss about it, but take <laughs> um, us there. No, just, uh, you know, the reveal of how, um, you know, Hugh Jackman was, you, you know, we, we were clued into the reason why there was a tank of water underneath, mm-hmm. um, you know, underneath the stage and how Hugh Jackman originally died. Um, the, the original Hugh Jackman died in, um, you know, and they, you know, it was essentially Hugh Jackman framing, I mean, it wasn't even him framing. It was just, uh, Christian Bale having the wrong, he deliberately framed him Okay, because they didn't do the prestige in that, um, right, right, right. In that showing. Uh, so the thing that I didn't really realize till this viewing is, is that final scene down below the. Oh, yeah, the, all the, the theater, all those bodies are still there. <laughs> like all how, of those. How did he move all those huge jackets? He had those blind guys do it for him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and so they were. They you didn't know, see what was going on. That's how I'm getting rid of all the bodies from now on. Just hire a bunch of blind guys. Yeah, just hire blind guys. But uh, no, and you know, at the end of the movie, we see uh, Christian Bale. Actually, the Christian Bale, the uh, who we believe is the father of the young girl reunite you know and michael kane you know has this kind of like head nod understanding that um maybe uh christian bale's character is gonna maybe give up magic and be a be a dad and um, well and so there's a point where michael kane turns right michael kane is fully aware that this guy's gonna kill um like at some point, I think Michael Caine figures it out, you know, or he's always known it's a double, right? He's just well, always and he, known. And, and, and he gives the head nod to Christian Bale as he goes into the theater where, uh, right, the he milk. goes in to murder the, uh, yeah. Hugh Jackson. He gives him a head nod. And, he pretty much uh, sets I, him up, you yeah. know, he's like, yeah, he'll yeah, be yeah. here at this time, go in, clean him up. And then, yeah. uh, cause he, it like, he's like, you're going to let that guy hang for your death and you're still alive. You know, but at the time, Michael Caine doesn't know that he's fucking got a cloning machine. But, um, yeah, I, I I like that Michael Caine had that turn um, where he's like, all right, the lesser of two evils is Christian Bale. So this film was nominated for two Academy Awards. Um, best Cinematography. Cinema. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinematography. Yeah. And uh, best achievement in art direction. Um, I I really think the Academy missed uh, missed uh, the mark on this one. 
Um, it is definitely deserving on multiple fronts for, for multiple different, uh, at least nominations. And namely, I think uh, Christian Bale deserved it for kind of best. I guess he'd be a leading. He would be um, a leading role. Yeah. Um, and then Michael Caine for a. Michael for Caine. A, for a, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Hello. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> I wonder if he's ever done like. Um, Book narration. He uh, has. He did a podcast for Audible called Heist, where he talks about um, various bank robberies and stuff. He's, you know, it's Michael. Caine I could listen. Character. I could listen to that dude talk about right? nothing. Yeah. Um. But uh. All right, Jeff. So, uh, do you recommend this one? Nope. Just playing. Yeah. This that's a good one. You you. You probably should watch it. I mean, you said that this is your favorite Nolan. Mine is probably Memento, but this is still a really great film. Um, I love all of the stuff with Christian Bale in it. Um, yeah. He's pretty captivating throughout the whole movie. Uh, and I'm not even get- a huge Christian Bale guy, generally speaking, but uh, I really like this. Uh, and it might be my favorite Christian Bale performance. Yeah, um, um- I was actually on this viewing. I had forgotten just how dialed in Christian Bale is in this film, and uh, I think um, he gives one of his best performances that I can remember um, here in this film. I mean, there's several scenes where he's acting his ass off, and um, you know, it's not a surprise. Christian Bale is a very good actor, I, in my opinion. Um, oh, I agree. It, I like the only thing I really say is fucking Empire of the Sun. Directed by Steven Spielberg. That, that ruined you. sucks. <laughs> but he was also a child in that movie. Yep. He sucked in it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, I, 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 it is maybe my favorite Nolan film. Um, and there's only a, couple, a handful of Nolan films I haven't seen. So I, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Um, I do like that we got beefcake Nolan here because, or not Nolan, uh, <laughs> Bale, beefcake Nolan. But we got beefcake Bale because he's in between Batman roles in yeah, this film. We also got um, beefcake Hugh Jackman. There's the scene where he's with his wife, and uh, oh, his he's wife walked by and he had his shirt off. She goes, "Who's that?" Says <laughs> so Hugh Jackman. Mm. <laughs> right. She didn't make that sound. I did. That was me actually. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I like, I, I just, I think it's, um, it's, it's fun, uh, to, to, to know those little tidbits of information, like, hey, this movie was made in between two Batman films, so you know, we're getting, we're getting jacked up, uh, Christian Nolan and um, Christian Nolan, yep, God damn it, Christopher <laughs> Christian, Bale, <laughs> Christian Bale, but anyways, no, um. I, I I highly recommend this one. It's 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 a top uh, twenty five film, Ooh. Uh, all time for me. All right, rank your top twenty five, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, maybe next time, but uh, I, I I I do uh, recommend it. It is um, it is a classic. Uh, you're not gonna find a whole lot of better storytelling, um, top to bottom, in a film that's like oh what two two and a half hours. Um, doesn't feel it. It's, it it's doesn't very feel easy right. to watch. Uh, it's two hours and ten minutes, so not quite that long. But um, yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, so 
what are we, what are we doing now, Jeff? Uh, it's draft night, bitches. Oh, it's draft, it's draft night. So next month is uh, a four-week month, right? And uh, you so. said, uh, or at least I maybe had said, hey, we should maybe do an actor-specific one. We've done uh, Van Damme, of course, Christina Ricci. Uh, who was the other one? Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. So for our fourth actor-specific month, who did you select? All right, all right, all right. Yes, you selected uh, Michael McConaughey. By Michael, Matthew. I mean Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, why'd you uh, pick uh, him? Uh, Is it because okay. you have a movie you want to make let me watch? Uh, no, not necessarily, but... Um, I'm a big Matthew McConaughey fan. He is one of my favorite actors. Um, I just he's he's very committed in most everything he does. Even if the if the movie's trash, you're getting a great Matthew McConaughey performance out of it. Um, and uh, you know he's had of a bit of a, a roller coaster filmography career, where you know he 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 went from doing kind of the comedy to then he went to the romantic comedy and then he went to the hey now I'm a an action star and then he went to hey now I'm actually a fucking serious well he's been actor. In, he's done uh he was in Lincoln nope wrong he was in um <laughs> Amistad Amistad yep that's what it was um now he I mean he's but I mean, if you go back and look at his filmography, it's it's just a it's a bunch of popcorn stuff for the longest time, and then it's it, all of a sudden it's like a, a, a switch is flipped, and he just starts making some indie films and getting his acting in, and then like he just explodes, and is all of a sudden and his guts are everywhere. Well, that's Magic Mike. Um, but that's nuts. Um, so yeah, uh, that's enough of you filleting him. Let's draft this filleting. shit. Yeah, let's 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 draft his movies. All right. So, um, uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, you go first. I okay, okay. I'll go first. I'm gonna since, save the since one. Since you I, almost died, so I mean, thank you. <laughs> Finally, that's what I had to do. <laughs> um. So I'm picking this because it might be on your list um, because it's actually relatively recent. It's from 2019. Ooh. It's directed by Guy Ritchie Ooh. Uh, and it stars uh, Charlie Hume, 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 him. Uh, it also stars Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant, uh, Chidi uh, Ojafor, uh, and of course, Matthew McConaughey. It's a film called The Gentleman. Looks like a mob gangster movie, and I like mob gangster movies. Yeah, that's good. I've never seen it. Um, and it's 2019. Uh, yeah. Now, so it, it am I going to pick uh, something that recent next time? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know. Um, We are... Let me take go. note of this, because we are notorious for not doing this right. So... Right. Uh, the gentleman. The gentleman. Okay, you're good to go. Uh, you're up. All right. So I, I waffled back and forth about making you watch some shit. Listen, um, I already know. Like I am convinced, <laughs> and I could be wrong, 
but there's a movie I'm convinced you're going to pick. You're probably wrong, but you might be right. I don't know. Dallas uh, Buyers Club. I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. You'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. All but right. uh, we are going to watch from the year 2011. And I've seen this, but I don't... I, I remember McConaughey's part, but I don't remember really... What What year did you say? 2011. Okay. Um, I don't remember, like, the story, really. Um, I just remember Matthew McConaughey being this crazy motherfucker in this film. This shit better um, not be that damn Harmony Corinne bullshit. <laughs> it's not. That's a lot. That's a lot more recent. Um, okay. We're watching. Kill, we're watching. <laughs> we're watching Killer Joe. Okay. Um, Never seen it. From from 2011, it stars uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, it also stars your boy Emil Hirsch. Uh, oh Thomas yes, Hayden me Church. and Emil Hirsch go way back. <laughs> Gina Gershon and Juno Temple. What was uh, Emil Hirsch in that we watched? Where I was like, "Oh yeah, Speed Racer." Okay, that yeah, is my boy. Racer. I forgot. Yeah, Emil Hirsch. <laughs> All right, I'm fine with it. Doesn't okay. look artsy and bullshitty, but now it's time to fuck fuck you up. Payback time. No, I don't know. I don't know if this is good or not. But it's from 2001. Okay. So I had to dig back in the back catalog, rated R for an hour and 40 minutes. It's directed by Bill Paxton. Oh, God. Directed and starring Bill Paxton. You couldn't have gone man. one year earlier or sooner? Why would I do that? Rain of fire. Oh, God, no. Hell no. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Starring and my boy Powers Booth. Uh, it's called Frailty. A mysterious man arrives at the offices of an FBI agent and recounts his childhood, how his religious fanatic father received visions telling him to destroy the people who were, in fact, demons. That sounds good, right? It sounds interesting. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm on board. Regardless if it's trash or not, I'm on board because I've never seen it. Um, what the hell did you pick? Uh, Killer Joe. That's the one you're asking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I just forgot to write it down. So, uh, for the last film of the month. Schmalish Meyer's Mub. Ballas, Chalice, Chalice Dryer's Dove. <laughs> From the year 2013. Starring Jared Leto. <laughs> Starring your boy, Jared Leto. Yep. Fuck. And also Matthew McConaughey. You said you've never seen this film, so I haven't. Uh, so I think um, I think we're in for a a, a, a treat uh, yeah. at the end of the month. Um, I think I, I think you this really, is why I, you did this. This no matter what you say, <laughs> this is why you said Matthew McConaughey month. You wanted to sneak <laughs> like I snuck in that damn Van Damme movie. This is your payback. You're getting Jared Leto's crusty ass in our <laughs> month. Um, that's Oscar winning actor Jared Leto to you okay and he won an Oscar for this performance uh-huh. uh, but anyways uh, we're gonna watch Dallas Buyers Club and uh, which got both um, I think I think both McConaughey and uh, Leto won their respective uh, Oscars for their roles mm-hmm. yep. how many dead Went squirrels did Jared Leto mail to do this role I, I don't know fucking he, play, he plays a, a, a 
Um, a, a transgender woman. Okay. Um, so I don't. I don't know. Maybe he didn't mail squirrels. I don't know. He probably didn't mail squirrels. But anyways, um, yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna end the month with, and I, I think it's it's gonna be a good month. I think. I mean. Uh, I there God. aren't anything on here that I'm just like oh God no, the same, yeah, same. So there's nothing it, on there like you know I. Most, I think I picked some good action or at least thrilling things. I'm really looking forward to watching Frailty. It seems right up my alley. Um, so anyway, music this. Anyways, month. <laughs> uh, music month once again. Um, so I can get it right. We're uh, gonna shout out Flyanna Boss. Uh, for allowing us to use their music here on the podcast with their song Trash Boy. Uh, make sure you hit the show notes. You can get all the links to all their social media accounts and uh, you can give give them a like, a follow, and a subscribe uh, so you don't miss any of their music. We appreciate them. Um, uh, if you want to follow the podcast on anything, you can find us on all the all the, the, the top... Uh, I almost said Twitter devices, but... Um, all the top social media platforms mm-hmm. at Movie Draft House. Yes. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter uh, or X, on whatever. X. What, so whatever they're calling it now. It's Twitter. Um, <laughs> it will never not be Twitter. On Instagram, on YouTube. You're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button when it pops up. By the way, so you don't miss any future content. Um, if you want to get a Jeff uh, on the X machine, mm. uh, you can f- uh, find him at podcast by jeff and you can uh you know you get all his commentary on all the things because he he just tweets so much i Uh, am a terrible follow uh (laughs) admittedly so you're better off just following mark at i heard you liked on twitter where he actually posts shit i do and it's mostly film related but um but anyways uh jeff you know i just want to say that um i savor this podcast this episode more the, than any of them uh, is because the thought that we almost didn't have you to do this podcast um, is kind of fucked up. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and, and, and I, 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 I would have never forgiven you for, <laughs> for, for ending our podcast the way you might have done. Yeah. I've uh, had several people tell me if I had died, they'd have killed me, you know, but I'm, but I'm glad you're here. here. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're still with us. Um, hey, y'all, may, get your get your get your ticker checked, man. Yeah, go to the um, doctor. That's my words of wisdom. Go to the doctor. Have them do your blood work. You know they usually do it once a year, and then uh, follow their advice. Um, this shit will sneak up on you, or could, um, especially if you have family history like I do. So um, I was 43, had a heart attack. So born a new man. Uh, Indeed, every day is a bonus. I uh, enjoy feeling the sun on my skin. Someday uh, someday you'll write a book about the way that you face the light. I don't write. It'll be like, I'll probably just... (laughs) No, I probably won't. 30 30 days of life after death. Um, I did think that... Oh, oh. Yeah, because I told you about... Never mind. I did think of us doing a sort of like flatliners theme... You know, just as a way to have some sort of dark humor about everything, but I, I, I would, I would say we've had some pretty dark humor in this episode about your, your <laughs> near it, death experience. It wasn't that dark, but uh, yeah, you got to be able to laugh at it. I, I tell you, you know, 
I, I did I did not like asking you, hey, two weeks after you had a hard day. Hey, are we going to record this weekend? <laughs> I was looking forward to it. But uh yeah, uh, every every week is is a uh, is a is, is a um is a as a new chance to uh savor new things. So, um appreciate uh I'm glad you're with us. Um, Thank you. I'm glad to be and, here. Yeah. Uh, and that, that you know you don't have to leave any words with them because that was that was good wisdom. That was my um, that was my words of wisdom. Fucking go so, to the doctor. Uh, fucking go to the doctor. Don't be like I'll, me. Well, I do go to the doctor, but um, you know. don't have bad genetics. I yeah, don't know. there it is. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay.